coming back into and, and, and allowing ourselves to, to rebuild the crystalline container that is specific and unique to each one of us, we're going back into a place of um, structural integrity, if you will, <laughs> to where we can house the full embodiment and knowing of ourselves as this individual expression of source, having a human experience, therefore templating on a grander scale the ability for all of humanity to come back into what was always intended, which is to have this physical embodiment here on a third dimensional plane, housing that unique individual expression of source that we are, but always staying in full embodiment of, of pure unity consciousness law of one in full connection and communication with, with source. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? Welcome back to the Awaken Podcast, a show on which we have expansion invoking conversation to assist you and our planetary consciousness in ascending to higher planes of consciousness, purpose, and potential. This is the ascending journey on which you are awakening to who you really are and simultaneously becoming who you wish to be. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy over at togetherweascend.com and your host of the show. Someone really wanted this to happen. This collaboration, this conversation that you're about to hear was all beautifully and divinely orchestrated. A couple months ago, I came across a live stream given at the Flower of Life Expo. And on this day, I took now note of Brooklyn Rain's name with the intention of reaching out to her to connect and perhaps someday have her on the Awaken Podcasts. This reminder ended up falling to the wayside for a little bit until a few months later, I came across this note again and I saw it and I saw Brooklyn's name. At this point, I didn't really have the intention of reaching out. But when I saw her Facebook profile pop up on this very same day, I took this as a sign that it was time to. So I went ahead and sent her a message letting her know um, I had an interest in connecting. And if that wasn't synchronistic enough, the response that I got from Brooklyn a day later was on the same day that I messaged her, wanting to connect. She saw a post shared by someone on her Facebook of a live stream for the Awaken podcast, and she thought to herself that she felt a great deal of resonance with my energy, 
And on the same day that I reached out to Brooklyn for the very first time, she had taken note of my name with the intention of reaching out to me. I say it again. It's all beautifully and divinely orchestrated. And I am willing to bet and think that you're going to feel the same when once you tune into this episode because the depth of awareness and the power of the information that this being shares with us and has been sharing with me over these past few weeks of getting to know her and connecting with her is going to invoke in you a sense of expansion, a sense of activation, the activation of your divine crystalline blueprint. We are restoring a knowing that we have always meant to be in. The knowing that we are all unique, individuated expressions of one source consciousness. And as we bring this knowing into a fuller embodiment within these physical, physical vessels as human beings, as we restore our original divine blueprint, we too will become greater and greater expressions of what we really are. And it's to support you in this process in restoring your original divine blueprint and bringing through the unique essence that is you that this conversation has come together for. So if you're ready, Why don't we jump into this interview and this conversation that I have with Brooklyn Rain? I hope you enjoy it. Um, I think I, I received insight into that that pause that you uh, you experienced uh, that blank. Um, I do believe that was the jumpstart point for a conversation that I am going to put up on the podcast. Ah, okay. If you're if you're open to it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, so let's let's keep it going. I mean, okay. the way that I usually like to do this is the exact same the way that we've been connecting all this time. Just the types of conversations that I personally feel a sense of upliftment in that's driven by my personal curiosity, and I know that you bringing through all the power and gifts that you're bringing through just is going to support the all. Um, on more than one level, one being what you're describing earlier, the energy that just gets put out there with an exchange like this happening. But I do think there's people out there that would enjoy hearing what you have to share as well. Oh, well, well, there. Then let's do whatever you, you're. You're the. This is your. You know, wheelhouse. This is us, <laughs> sister. This is us. I, I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to do, um, and you've been showing up. Every single thought that we have, every single action that we take, every single word that we speak affects every single aspect of the hologram. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's really been kind of stripped away from the collective knowingness, you know, people from, from the human consciousness, from people here like, Oh, you know, the ripple effect and 
but it's just become this sort of, you know, nonchalant, you know, very mm, yeah. uh, watered down, dumbed down thing. Right. And, um, and yet, so, but you know, the, the more and more and more we allow ourselves to, to bring in our oversoul technology and to expand, ex, you know, our levels of conscious awareness, um, you know, the, the more such knowledge and wisdom of that, you know, that we are inter so intertwined and interconnected and, you know, some we hear all the time, like entangled, right. You know, the quantum mm -hmm. entanglement. I mean, in every cell of water, in every molecule of water and every cell of our body holds the entire earth's Akashic records. Right. So that kind of brings it into a very like that, that kind of just expands and really, um, blows out that whole connection with, with the statements and the knowing that everything is, is so interconnected. Right. So like, anything that we discuss or that comes through or, you know, is always, yes, sometimes there's specific codexes and things that are meant for you in this now moment that are going, you know, that are very purposeful as part of your bringing in more of your, you know, your overall divine puzzle, you know, and into embodiment. Yet it's, it's, it's really rippling out to every single thing in yeah. existence. And like, I think it's an acknowledging the degree to the effect that that is having allows us to do it more consciously. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's so many things that are coming in and the guides are coming in. So like in such a bigger way to, to emphasize that and not to create contraction or, <clears throat> or to feed any self judgment programming or, ever obviously right or any of the guilt and shame programming because as we know those frequencies of, are of the lowest vibrational frequencies i mean scientifically proven in fact with different instruments right so never to do that which is what happens a lot of times when they bring that in we think oh man you know it almost yeah. puts you into this place of like, oh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid Scared to that you move. might do wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm paralyzed. I, I don't want to think. Uh, you know, and it's like, no, 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 of course not. But, you know, but and the more we allow ourselves to, you know, to, to show up and to release the layers of which no longer serve us, the densities, the polarities, you know, integrating the polarity, bringing home the soul fragments, bringing home the gifts and the wisdom, right? but releasing that, you know, those densities, dense vibrational frequencies and stuff we've accumulated, then the more we, you know, we clear and clean our lens of perception mm -hmm. and, you know, and the more we can allow ourselves to be in that space to where we are consciously aware and are in this sort of grander positioning or seat of, conscious awareness to where we can be that master orchestrator 
right? And like, okay, mm-hmm. that's so many master through. orchestrator. Yeah, they always show p- picture, which I think is so funny, of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> that one came up last time too. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. It's come up, with, you know, but it's you know, it's sort of thinking about, you know, the C point of your eternal self which lies for me, they always show it as like the center point being in your upper heart chakra, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the you know, the kind of the atom seed of your existence, the, 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 the aspect of your eternal self that, that is sort of like a, co- a computer chip <laughs> that, you know, and you bring it down and you, and you load it into this, this human suit and this human avatar that we are. And, um, you know, and from that place, the more we connect with that, the more we, you know, clear away these layers of, of third dimensional density, you know, the clearer, our, you know, our whole vehicle and container becomes. And the more that center point of our beingness can, can shine, you know, and radiate mm-hmm. its, mm-hmm. its light and its frequencies without, you know, bumping into all this other minutia and this, this stuff that we, you know, and minutia would not be a great word actually, because obviously every single bit of that density was very purposeful and mm. helpful in our ability to expand into a greater mm-hmm. awareness of ourselves as, you know, as source. Yet, I think you know what I mean. And so they show, like, as now making that reference with Srivaz, now they kind of bring us into that center point, that beautiful diamond crystalline sort of lotus point within us. And that is sort of, you know, the, the wizard <laughs> that's, that's re- representative of, of the wizard, you know, of Oz. And then all around that, right. Everything that exists around that in that quantum heart coherence is, you know, is the playground of, of our existence. Wow. What beautifully, but I absolutely love that. <laughs> the other thing I want to point out is I think like the, the way that you communicate verbally um, with physically as well, um, with gesture, it, there's something really powerful there. And like, I don't know, there's, there's, there's something that's being communicated there very effectively. I think um, just yeah. seeing, I, I was taking notice of that. I wasn't just listening, but I was taking really observing how you were, you're communicating with body language. And I think it, um, there's something to be said about the way that it describes that sense of expansion and, and clearing. Like um, I just, I just want to point out that I, do believe there's something being delivered there as well. That's really powerful. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I feel yeah. it. I, I feel, um, well, and two, they, you know, when they bring you or when I'm being taken into the imagery of it, you know, and the energy of it, it's like, it, boom, it's here, right? Because everything is here in existence yeah. in this now moment. So when we bring our focus and awareness into that, right? then it becomes instantaneously palpable. It's right here. We're like, we're Uh, in that, you know, we're in that. I'm also feeling as though 
it's because you're so open and, and clear that it's just more is being expressed through you in, in and manifesting again as that, that body language. Cause what I'm feeling into right now is when I'm, when I'm in a higher energy and I'm more present and I'm more, feeling more alive, I do tend to have a little bit more of that coming forth. So it's something to, I think it's something to be attentive to how much are we allowing our, our, the entirety of our energy to, to be expressed really. Yes, totally. And two, what they like to bring in is that, and, and this is not to run specialness because every single being in existence is equally special, is equally as profound, is equally as important, is equally as beautiful and, and meaningful and amazing, right? And, and what they're saying is, you know, because of the journeys that we've chosen to take, obviously very different, yet, you know, quite a, few, <laughs> quite a few parallels, um, you know, and the advanced technology, crystalline, sort of this diamond sun technology that we came in with, when we, meaning you, Brian Henry, and Brooklyn Rain are getting together <laughs> here, and having an exchange, the you know the vibrational um, connection field is hugely expansive, and you know it's it creates even more of an opportunity for exactly what you just said to to truly come and sort of like like into that connection with your eternal greater self and access a lot more with a lot more like, you know, it's just a, a, a very clear field and um, streaming of, of communication and light and da, 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 da. there's never one reason for anything that takes place. Mm. There's always so mm. many little threads of purpose that, that run through any experience that we have. And the more we go in and kind of open up our, you know, faith, trust and surrender and come from that center point of our beingness coming from the heart complex, the, you know, the eternal wisdom and, 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 and then even more add to it that, you know, that childlike curiosity and that pure innocence and neutrality, you know, not going into judge and to scrutinize and to, um, you know, and to, and to put something into a frame or a category, but kind of going in, just kind of floating into the experience and saying like, you know, and, and exploring all the infinite potentials that, you know, we're meant to be experienced and explored through the, that experiencing experience manifesting, you know, because there's so many different facets and different purposes to what took place there, you know, and just depending on whatever is in your field and my field and the field of those who will potentially, you know, maybe engage in this conversation is to some degree is, why we're exploring this one facet of it or this one thread of it, right? The overriding mm -hmm. of that, you know, that's um, the thinking mind, that's the self-doubt, the negating of the infinite miracles that are constantly manifesting and taking place around us every single second of the day. 
there's so many magical yeah, things. So beautiful, <laughs> so beautifully placed, stated. Um, so going deeper into the the many facets of purpose that each and every one of these manifestations are imbued with. Um, there's a way that you're describing it there that that brings us to a space of curiosity, but detachment and like not wrestling for, not feeling like there's something missing in, in this now. Um, I mean, it, it becomes a very tricky space to, to guide someone into, but yes. I want to, I want to describe that more fully. Um, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, do you see me over here? I'm like raising my hand. I don't even. <laughs> you know what? As soon as I see that, I'm just going to stop talking and let it happen. No, no, no. Please don't. It's just so, I mean, there's just so much joy that's coming from this co-collaboration that it's like the little, you know, that childlike joy within me is like, oh my gosh, like, because what you're saying is exactly what was just coming in from the guides. So you're totally channeling and we're telepathically connecting and communicating, which is so exciting. Yeah, I think what My they're favorite saying. Favorite types of interactions. <laughs> yeah, because I think you know what they're saying is it. It you know it it can feel sort of like ooh, how do we even go in there? And this is one of those times when you know, as humans, um, even though there's so many you know intricacies to the interwovenness, if you will, of of this massive holographic existence, sometimes there are these really beautiful and astounding, simple um, foundational wisdoms and divine truths that, that we can apply. And, and that's here what they're saying is the, the really the, the most profound and expansive way to, to enter into such a space is just through that that mastery of the present moment awareness and neutrality. Mm. You know, when we're truly embracing neutrality, we can then see, you know, and we're able to keep ourselves in that, that flow and that space of neutrality. That's where we can see and explore and continue to, like they're showing us sort of swimming in this infinite spectrum and pool of of possibilities that could come from only one that comes from simply let's say even just seeing that indigo light when we don't try to box it in into a linear construct and and through the mind and say well this is what it was and this is what it you know and we continue mm -hmm. to allow it to expand and continue to just explore it you know, and, and allow it to, to communicate to us and, and, you know, and bring forth everything that, that it's, that it's wanting to, to come through, then, you know, in that space of neutrality is where we can, we can understand to a greater degree the, and I make up words all the time, uh, infinitesimal, <laughs> <laughs> Anticipableness of existence, right? Like that, that's when we can really connect to the mm -hmm. fact that nothing was ever meant to be put into 
such a small box, box. or into logic, so to speak. Uh, yeah. You said it. I think this, this is a phrase that I have to, to repeat. Allow it to communicate to us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that phrase right there, I think, is, um, you know, there's certain times where we'll, we'll frame it in a way, phrase it in a way that, ah, it's in, in and you, you really integrated. That did it for me. Allow it to communicate to us. And I guess what I'll say is that that may man- manifest as a conceptually. It might manifest as something that we can, we can, you know, think of conceptually, but don't limit it to that. Yes. Yes. And, and that's beautiful. And so I love that you said that because we are here having a third dimensional human experience. And, and so many of us who are gathered in this, um, you know, uh, space of here and now um, are meant to help to bridge the, you know, mm. bring, you know, bridge that, that awareness, bridge the ability to, you know, from this third density into our higher architecture of our, you know, of our multiversalness, if you will. So, you know, in that, we, we, there are many times every single day where, yes, let's freeze frame this, so to speak, you know, put the video of, of infinite, you know, infinite existence on pause, freeze frame that, and bring that down into this, you know, into a more tangible expression mm-hmm. of linear communication, because that's what's appropriate in this exchange between this person here and myself in this now moment. That's that freeze frame and that fragment of, you know, in infinite exploration and existence is what is required right now to to sort of as the key to open up whatever's meant to happen, you know, in the next moment for for myself, that person, and and everybody else in the quantum field in some way, shape, or form, right? So, you know, there's there's no there's nothing negative about or wrong, yeah, uh, right, about um, interacting with, with information and consciousness in that way. It's that if we only do it in that particular way, um, there's nothing wrong, uh, wrong with that either. That's our choice, mm-hmm. and that's what we're choosing here. To, yet, uh, there, there's a grand calling, uh, you know, taking place right now for for these other sort of windows and gateways of consciousness to come in and, you know, kind of open it up. Yeah. So it's honoring that while still maintaining the higher awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Now one of the questions that come to mind is where does asking questions have a place in this? Well, I think that's part of the childlike curiosity, right? It's that it's that you're creating. If the questions, you know, and I and I to some degree, and there's always the interplay of both, you know, until there's not. 
you know, but for, for most, um, you know, there's the interplay of, of the mind, you know, and the heart complex. And there is always meant to be an interplay and in, in human physical form of the mind and the heart. But yet, as we know, it's become grossly imbalanced and also, you know, sort of tapped into this larger sort of uh, collective mental eye cloud of, of distortion, right? So the more and more, you know, we come into our center point of our beingness through that heart complex that was earlier pointed out, sort of our own personal expression of the wizard, <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, which is still laughing at that, bringing that <laughs> in. But, um, you know, the more and more we come from that as the center point and hub of our communication, and allow the questions, you know, to, to, to kind of flow from there because that center point is, mm. is the zero point of existence. That center point is the, the ultimate sort of seat, if you will, within your consciousness of neutrality. So when you're in that place and you're exploring from there, the questions that are coming are coming from that pure childlike curiosity and, and that felt sense of neutrality and exploration to know yourself, you know, as, as, as more, right. As more mm -hmm. of this expression of source. It's, I think when, if we get stuck into the line of questioning that comes from the consciousness traps of the, that bigger mental matrix, that eye cloud of, collective distortions, right? When we're, we're, when we're concentrating the questions and the things, you know, uh, from, from there, we, we were basically boxing, you know, we're, we're, we're not allowing for the, the full potential of what could be uh, unearthed, if you will, which is a strange term to bring in, but kind of also very appropriate. Um, so, having the harmonization and the sort of the divinely um, intended use or application of our blueprint, which is, yes, as a human incarnate, the mind is, is part of the human condition. Having some of that line of questioning and inquiry stemming from that, but kind of coming through and being expressed out from this, this more, you know, quantum coherence of your heart field and that, you know, mm -hmm. and that place. And that's mm -hmm. when you can, I feel like, really explore. Open up to more. Yeah. And of course, you know, that's not to negate all the other energy centers and crystalline technologies that lie within our system. Of course, that, you know, so much of it comes from our womb chakra and our, our connection with ourselves in that creative energy, right? And knowing that, you know, we have a desire to create more and to explore more of that which we are. So from that womb center, you know, shoots up this brilliant energy and this, you know, sort of clarion call to the heart and to the rest of our, you know, 
uh, technologies that lie within our, our chakra systems. And so it's, it's an interplay, in other words, that is more expansive than just the human construct of the mind and, and the heart. But they're focusing on those two places in this exchange because there's such a, um, a palpable distortion that's taken place through the evolution of humanity to override our awareness of that center point of our existence and the wisdom of all that is that is kept within each and every one of us, which is why so much of our journey of being stuck in this reincarnation wheel when choosing to come into this earth plane, you know, why so much of the journey um, is... being run through, you know, being run through this, this, um, this mental, this mental complex, this distortion programming. And, um, and that's, and, and since the, since our beliefs and our, you know, our thoughts, which then lead to like a bigger, um, sort of energy beacon within our field, then become a belief those beliefs are what have, you know, allowed us to sort of remain in this sort of thick webbing of the veils of illusion, you know, and, and, and allowing us to think that we need to go outside of ourselves mm. to, to, to know the answers to things or, you know, where, when we access from this point, all of that that seems appears or shows up as though it's outside of ourselves, really there's this greater knowingness that it is within us and that we are mm. a part of all of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not looking upon it as being outside of yourself at that point. Right. Even mm. if you are viewing it through, you know, whether it's your third eye technology, <clears throat> or, you know, your, your eyes as being separate, you know, you're, you're coming through here. So you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. And when you're coming from that place, then there's this knowingness that we're not separate of that. And then I think the, um, the awareness, the perspective from that state is looking upon it as, as a, it means to discover more about ourselves. And when you, when you come from that, that perspective of I'm experiencing this, this reality that is me um, as a means of expansion, I think that's going to just fuel that, that sense of expansion yes. even further. I don't know if you're having a physical palpable experience right now of the heart chakra Oh yeah. Um, it's like there's oh, yeah. the, 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 it's become this cavernous infinite portal right now. I mean, it always is, but it's like, as this is unwinding, as this transmission and codex is coming through, it's like, there's this really vibrant warmth within the heart complex. And it's like, you know, it feels like, uh, a, an out-of-body experience very grounded within the body if that makes any sense 
it feels like it makes sense. Yeah. The feeling is what makes <laughs> sense of it. I haven't felt this before, but I've felt enough in the past to know what activation feels like. <laughs> so I want to thank you again, Brooklyn, over and over again. You'll probably hear me express my gratitude for just, again, the, the sort of expansion that, that you invoke in me, but I'm super looking forward to, to having all of this being shared with whoever is in this now moment here listening to it with us. Um, cause I can already feel them and I can already feel them expressing their gratitude for you and what it is you've been sharing. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I feel like we're mirroring that in each other right now. I have a tremendous amount of gratitude as well. And, um, I just really so grateful for the co-creation and connection field that is formed when, when we, when we meet, it's, um, you know, brilliantly expansive and divine. Mm. It truly is. And then I guess to even add to that, when it came into my awareness that, you know, okay, this is something we're going to share. I felt like an even greater spark of, because I think what happened there, this is how it's coming into me now all the people that are now going to be hearing this tuned in and started bringing their energy to it as well. So there's this even new level of, um, of elevation in, in knowing that this is going to be contributing to, to something greater than just my personal journey. Yes, for sure. And as you're talking to many different guidance is, you know, flooding in and collectives. And I think on the forefront of that is the Council of Light, this 12th dimensional Council of Light that is, you know, this conglomeration, if you will, of, of you know, many multiversal um, consciousness. And, um, you know, they're just, uh, they're happy that they were here to assist in holding the container for us. Gratitude. For them as well. The 12 dimensional council of light. Yes. I, um, I take it. This is not a council that you, um, you're new to. Uh, thankfully, no. And I doubt that it's a council that you're new to either, but maybe just haven't, you know, recognized them as this title, so to speak. Yeah. And they're not. I'm curious to hear more about what you can share about them. Sure. Uh, what in particular would you care to know? <clears throat> I'm open. I'm open to hearing anything. Um, just general curiosity. What, um, what has your experience been with them? Yeah. So, you know, um, I feel extreme gratitude in that. Who are they? Sorry. That's, sure. that's a better jumping yes. off point. So, so they are many and, and to, to, you know, to define them individually would be nearly impossible as they are a whole collective, you know, a collective of, of consciousness with the intention of many intentions, but the intention that they kind of bring to the forefront of this particular experience here now is their intention to assist humanity on levels of, of, you know, bringing in the capabilities of grander, uh, grace and ease within the ascension process. And so, and also of not only humanity, but all beings that exist, you know, within and on and 
around uh, Sophia Gaia, Mother Earth. So, um, you know, yes, there are, you know, they can step forth as a one voice or an individual. And, you know, perhaps, you know, now they're showing, uh, you, you know, an aspect of Krishna stepping forward. Um, you know, and so within this collective, um, you know, s there are many masters and beings that we can relate to here and, you know, within our sort of, um, uh, wheelhouse of, 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 you know, the limited scope of knowingness of the masters that have existed and have been part of the, you know, the overall experience of earth throughout space and time. Um, and yet there are beings and aspects and fragments of, of, of an infinite amount of light beings that come in to, to create the expression of this consciousness. And so, you know, they're working to do lots of, uh, of grid work and alignment to create further accessibility for humanity and all of its beings and elements, et cetera, to, to come back into alignment with their, you know, their own individual expression of, of their divine blueprint. And also this fuller um, connection and direct sort of communication without uh, any interference with, with, with source. So that would be a very generalized, you know, because of course there are very specific things that are carried out in every now moment that they are here to, to do and assist with. Mm. So I, I do feel like that, um, that little introduction there came forth for, for a very important reason. And I personally will sum it up with saying, recognizing that we have assistance and support around us, a great deal of it, and being open to, to receiving that support and connecting to that, knowing that it's always there. Um, I know more and more people are feeling inspired to to experience that support more, more tangibly, more consciously. Um, so I think many can benefit from, from hearing that, you know, that support is there. And if, if you wish to, if you choose to, we, we can connect to that in ways that it becomes um, experienced more fully. So I'm yes. glad we, we brought that up. Now I, um, I don't want to bring it back to, to some stuff that, well, it's actually, you kind of segued into it because it was an idea that I had to, to jump into um, earlier. And I want you to start with saying or describing what you mean by original divine blueprint. Sure. Um, so, again, um, so when that term comes into play, you know, our linear thinking minds want to you know, kind of take us oftentimes, not everybody, but oftentimes takes us to this, you know, to this concept, right, of, oh, there's this, this blueprint that, you know, we all were at some point in time, and, and now we desire, and part of this ascension process is to go and, and reconfigure that exact blueprint that, you know, that we came in as, right? And so what they'd like to say is that could never be they use that term original divine blueprint. So then in our linear constructs, we can sort of 
have something to 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 hold on to as a reference point uh, as as a an an idea of the returning back to what once was right yet we could never in the expansive infinite journey of who we are as an individual expression of source always evolving and expanding and, ex- and ascending no matter where we you know are choosing to focus our our you know um life force energy and wherever we're experiencing our dimensional existence right we we would never be able to return back to to a state of we could go back and revisit it through our akashic records we could review the experience of what once was within a particular frame of our existence yet we would never want or desire as this infinitely expanding creator being to to strip away all that has taken place in between when we were in this Mm -hmm. state of our divine original divine blueprint right to this now moment because all of that every single moment every single experience that's been had is divinely and purposely orchestrated and co-created along with the source and our so you know what they really mean by this is that creating our ability to you know as a as a human collective coming back into and and allowing ourselves to to rebuild the crystalline container that is specific and unique to each one of us it could never look the same for any one for any two individuals because we are an individual flicker of source that flickered off into the manifestation of 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 a light and in that light, we are not separate of any other flickering that, you know, that came off of source to experience itself as an individual expression, right? Yet, it is, we are in fact individual expressions because each of those flickers has had its own journey and its, mm-hmm. and its own expressions and its own you know, experiences of itself as an individual expression. So when we talk about, you know, coming back into this divine original blueprint, it's not original in that we're going back to something that we once were and negating all of these experiences. It's that we're going back into a place of um, structural integrity, if you will, (laughs) to where we can house the full embodiment and knowing of ourselves as this individual expression of source, having a human experience, therefore templating on a grander scale, the ability for all of humanity to, to, to come back into what was always intended, which is to have this physical embodiment here on a third dimensional plane, experiencing ourselves as a separate physical form, housing that unique individual expression of source that we are, but always staying in full embodiment of of pure unity consciousness law of one and 
in full connection and communication with, with source. And throughout space, time, and the history of, of, of Earth, there's been a lot of fragmentation and skewing and manipulation of this, this crystalline vehicle that was always intended to be intact for us. And because of that distortion and genetic manipulation, etc., there was a massive falling in the, the levels of consciousness, and we forgot ourselves as, as individual expressions of God having a human experience. And we began to believe that we were separate of source and that we were separate of one another. And this was largely due to the fracturing and fragmentation and skewing of this divine blueprint, this, this crystalline structure that housed our multi-dimensional knowingness of that what we are, which we are, pure source. And so every single person who's incarnated here, you know, is going to, to bring forth their own unique expression and, and sort of construction, if you will, of their crystalline original divine blueprint. Yet the common thread amongst all of these structures is that it is a vehicle to embodying and housing our I am presence and heaven on earth, so to speak, and our true unfiltered, unfragmented, unskewed, direct communication link to source and knowing ourselves as source. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Uh, yes. About the most elaborate description of the ascension process that I've ever heard. <laughs> and that um, I just wanted to mention is the, this massive collective of Christ consciousness stepping forward along with this, you know, um, uh, these other collectives of light, the 12th dimensional Palladians, ancient Palladians are, are part of this transmission as well at this, at this particular point in our co-creation here. So it's fun to know who's here with us. Yes, you know, sometimes they won't, they don't uh, differentiate or it doesn't, you know, it's sort of like, mm. It's just, you know, free-flowing. It's a co-collaboration, you know, of bringing in. And then other times they'll, you know, step forward to, to show <clears throat> who they are. Why? My, and, and I knew you were going to – they're already answering that for you. Um, because those that are going to feel a resonance and, and magnetize to, to engaging and listening in this transmission – are going to have specific codexes and frequencies that are going to help them to bring in their soul fragments from their um, previous, you know, either previous timelines and Akashic history with those particular collectives and or, and not separate of, um, their greater purpose of who they are and why they're here. And I think that's exactly why they're choosing to tune in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let me actually take a pause so that I'm not rushing into anything. How do we, how do we go about 
this process of restoring our original divine blueprint. And then also maybe if you want to tie in there, um, the, um, the term crystalline always fascinates me. Um, I just want to hear more about what, um, what that's pointing us to. Sure. Okay. So I think every single person's um, homecoming, if you will, of this original divine blueprint shows up uniquely to them. Yet, generally speaking, you know, if someone's intention is to, okay, I'm connecting, I'm resonating with this, this makes sense, there's just a cellular knowingness that this is what I'm here, this is what I'm meant to do in this now time is to to bring focus and awareness upon, you know, the reinstallation of my my divine technology, right? This this divine blueprint. It it, it really can be simplified, um, which is beautiful in that, the more we, you know, in our whatever way we choose, whatever tools we decide to use, whatever, but the more we show up for ourselves each day, as many times as we, we, we can, right? Um, and ask to, to come back into to our full, into our full divine presence. You know, the more we, we show up, whether in meditation or breath work or, you know, in whatever forms those present and, and, you know, and ask to release all that no longer serves us, surrendering with full faith, trust and surrender that even if we don't have the specific knowing in that moment, what, what exactly is the first priority of, of, of releasing? Just surrendering and knowing when you show up with that intention that's exactly what's going to take place. Source, your higher self, your, your oversoul technology knows exactly how to prioritize what the first level of density or self-limiting beliefs or patterns that are, are, are ready to release. So, you know, the more we just surrender into that knowingness that when I show up in whatever way of this coming into this sort of the center point into the now moment. And I choose and I ask through my intention to release all that no longer serves me past, present, future, throughout all space and time dimensions. And, and in place of it, I, you know, you call in your, your divine blueprint, your I am presence, your, your pure God essence in whatever form that it, it chooses to come through. For me, um, when I began this, this journey of awakening, I heard this voice and the voice said, it's time to meditate. And I know I've shared this with you before, Brian, and you know, it's, it, it was through that meditation and that connection with the sacred consciousness and intelligence of breath and, and the power of intention, focused thought and, mm. and desire, right? And, you know, the, the intention of, of releasing all that no longer served me. And at that point in time, and, you know, and calling in this divine light, this divine peace that passes all understanding, you know, that's exactly what began to happen. 
you know, I became more aware of emotional patterns and self-limiting beliefs and things that had been playing out. Mm-hmm. And through the breath and through my intention and through the practice of meditation, more and more density was melting away and more and more light was coming in. And so essentially at the time that was my, my awareness of what was taking place and it was perfect and beautiful and purposeful. And the more and more I showed up in that way, which then led to more people synchronistically showing up through the law of attraction and more and more tools showing up uh, to meet me where I was on my journey. The more and more I began to, to expand my, my conscious awareness, the more and more I began to clear out that, you know, the densities and sort of all these frequencies of, um, that were creating lack of clarity, if you will, within Mm. my, my, my structure. Right. And now, you know, here in this conversation, you know, answering the question of how do we bring in more of our divine blueprint? Well, well, it, it, that's, that's a great, that's, that's how we do it in whatever way, you know, we can releasing, you know, the density, bringing home the fragments of self that were fractured off in whatever experience created the density in bringing home those fragments for bringing home the wisdom of, of, of what we experienced. Right. And knowing our role and knowing ourselves that we are not a victim of our circumstance yet an eternal creator being choosing different experiences to experience the polarity of that which we are, pure divine light. And so the more we engage in this way, and the more we come into that full embodiment of knowingness of all of this that's being shared now, you know, this, this divine blueprint, this crystalline nature, this, these, these strands of DNA that were thought to be non-existent, have all been awaiting within our cellular water and, and, and our cellular structure for us to call in the light and call in, you know, our I am presence to illuminate and rebirth within us the, this, this divine blueprint, waking it up, waking it up, waking, you know, coming back into the embodiment. So what does crystalline mean? Crystalline is, is mean, yeah, there's many ways to describe it. And I think the, the, the way they'd like to, to, to bring it into this is that, you know, in the fragmentation and the skewing and then the, the, you know, creation of the reincarnation wheel and this very dense physical um, experience that we've had as, as, as humans over the last several thousands and thousands of years uh, in that we've become uh, what 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 we've okay they're backing up wow there's they're bringing in a lot okay so when we first were seated as a consciousness on you know as a consciousness of humanity the divinians are stepping forward now which is a collective that was very much instrumental in the um, the planting the seeding of humanity. So when we, when, when we were first, you know, when the desire 
for source to and many different um, multi-dimensional beings and collectives to to create the expression of source in in way of of uh, of humanity. We we weren't physical form at that point. The first sort of um, manifestation, if you will, of humanity was it was more in um, the form of uh, sort of this geometric light, right? These individual expressions of geometric light, which we still, this is part of our divine blueprint. So they're getting a little bit, you know, technical now. So, you know, then as this was experienced and, and the, the, the experience was explored and, and, you know, and um, then there was a calling in for, for, for even more of a um, physical experience, uh, uh, knowing that it would be this, you know, this denser um, experience. And so with, you know, with, with the interplay of the elemental properties of, of Gaia that were seeded in advance of humanity, and so, you know, so then we began to come into, you know, human flesh. And we were still, at this point, very much intact with our crystalline nature. We were much, le we were much less dense than we are now. We, we didn't have the carbon-based structure that, that is currently, you know, existent within our, our And this is describing the body, right? Yes, the experience yes. of the body. The experience of the body. Uh, we were much, we were much more light. We, you know, there was much less mm -hmm. density to, to the human form at that point. Mm -hmm. And it's very complicated. So, you know, and I know you know this and probably many that are listening do as well. There's much more to this Akashic history. And in this time of ascension and, and massive transparency and disclosure, more and more of that's being brought forth. Um, this is a, you know, this is a series of probably five years of um, conversation and unraveling. But to simplify it, um, the, through other collectives and beings that came in and um, desire to, to, to experience in some way or bring the experience of, of the human form and the human consciousness and the human structure into, into their planetary experience. You know, uh, they began to manipulate, skew, and fragment and, and do different sorts of genetic tampering, if you will, or experiments that, and then there was lots of other things that with, you know, the egoic construct and, and power and all sorts of things that came into play. And as a result, humanity fell lower and lower and lower in their levels of consciousness because their DNA and our DNA holds uh, the access to our levels of, of, of consciousness, the 12 strand DNA that, that we're meant to all have as part of our divine blueprint um, was, was, you know, fragmented and skewed and manipulated, whereby creating this, this you know, these lower 
dimensional planes of consciousness and whereby allowing for humanity to experience themselves as separate from separate of source and separate of one another. And so as we call in now that everything is moving, the planet herself, Sophia Gaia, is positioning herself in a different planetary alignment. There's a mass, you know, this is a full on every being, every, you know, consciousness that exists within Gaia is, is now presented with the opportunity for ascension. So as we are asking how can we bring in and reinstall more of our divine blueprint, it's by calling in the light. It's, you know, calling in more of our I am presence, calling in more of our divinity, calling in more of that peace, love, joy, and all those high vibrational frequencies that are a part of our divine birthright. Um, and now it just so happens that everything is syncing up in its alignment and with the um, assistance of, of these collectives and beings um, to where we can do that. We can bring that in. We can embody more and more of that, whereby increasing our levels of conscious awareness, whereby creating more of this knowingness of ourselves as this multidimensional, multiversal being that has dropped down for just a spark in time, right, into this human suit. Um, I hope that was helpful. Yeah, it was. So just to kind of uh, reiterate and, you know, um, reemphasize this planetary alignment is that, that we're shifting into is allowing for more light to come in. Oh, yes. And, and yeah. whereby when this massive fall in consciousness um, <clears throat> took place several thousands of years ago, um, and, uh, and a lot of uh, um, destruction and tampering and sort of rerouting of, of these massive stargates and portals that allowed us to, to access um, a more uh, fluid communication with the different universal systems that, that exist, you know, around us. Um, you know, there was sort of this closing off, which I'm sure all of you have heard about at this point, of, of our connection with the universal time matrix and the source, the higher source grid system. And in, in an effort to sort of prevent, because we're not separate of anything in, in, in all of existence. So to the earlier point in the conversation of the ripple effect, it was to the great detriment of, of many uh, within scope of, of existence to be experiencing the depths of, of um, warring and polarity and um, lower vibrational frequency. When was this linear in, in linear time? So they drop in because I they're like there's going to be a question for this. They drop in somewhere between you know the the, the beginning of this around. I feel like they're saying you know forty five between 45,000 linear years ago to, to 70 linear, 70,000 linear. But yet there were different, this is where it becomes quite complex. Um, there were, you know, there's so many timelines that are playing out simultaneously at once. So there are different expressions of, mm -hmm. of existence, you know. There's no one answer. 
they're correct. But what they're saying is the most succinct answer to what it, mm -hmm. the overall energy hologram of what is here in existence right now and that we're bringing in is mm -hmm. that of that time frame. if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, yeah. so... Um, Yeah. To what degree does that information, this information, truly serve us? And the reason why I bring that up is because I've seen a, um, I've seen individuals having this this fixation on on the history um to a point where it feels like um it doesn't serve us um it becomes this us versus them mentality yes. and that just um perpetuates the the sense of separation so i just like to hear you speak to um how we can or how we should approach that. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, it was always intended for us to have full access to every single thing within our Akashic history and within the Akashic history of all existence. <clears throat> and there's, you know, yet um, when, when these certain fall, the certain, uh, you know, falling from, from grace, so to speak, you know, took place, um, it was decided upon by various councils of light and galactic council that it may not be in the highest and best interest of, of, of these certain collectives that are choosing to have this very um, polarized and um, sort of darker expression of, of you know, of um, existence to, to have, to have, you know, full scope of, of the Akashic records. You know, it was seen that they weren't, um, they weren't choosing to, to uh, adhere to the law of one and to respecting that, that, that no one is separate, not, no consciousness mm -hmm. is separate, right? And so um, this information is never brought in to create fear or to create a greater sense of separation. It's simply brought in because it's our divine birthright to have a full understanding of mm. what has taken place. And so it's never brought in to, to say this is the truth and, you know, and every single being that is experiencing this transmission and this sharing of information is meant to, you know, to, to you know, this is, this is it it would never, they would never impose that upon, uh, upon us because even though they're existing in, in higher planes of dimensional existence, they are no, you know, they would like to emphasize that they, they do not have any hierarchy over us. They, they are not better than us, more special than us. That's a very linear um, uh, concept and something that has been part of this separation technology mm -hmm. right and so we would never be able to uh ascend to the depths of ascension that we all in some way shape or form desire if we were to ever take this information that is being offered and to respond to it with the same energetic frequencies that created this piece of akashic history to begin with which would be mm -hmm. separation warring fear, anger, mm -hmm. frustration, revenge. 
And so, yet it's our choice to determine what we do with this information, right? Because we are infinite creator beings and we are co-creators. Yet they bring this in here for a grand opportunity for us to understand and to give us a sense of empowerment of remembering who we are mm -hmm. and to understand that through our embodiment, through our showing up for ourselves and bringing in more of our divinity and, and our access to, to these higher levels of consciousness that we are, we then are more capable of coming from this place of, of the neutral observer from the present moment from neutrality and in this neutrality is where we can see in a full scope and full lens everything for what it truly is and in this state of neutrality we're not responding from our emotional densities that we've accumulated and and our self-limiting beliefs that we've accumulated through this experience because those we've chosen to clear out and we bring more of our fragments of our higher self and oversoul in, right? And so the more and more we do this, the more and more we can see that this is a grand opportunity for the collective of humanity to move beyond this, this spiral ring, this continuum that we are on in the spiral ring of existence by responding differently than we have in the past. By seeing this information as simply that, this is what has taken place. And then from co-creating in this now moment in a place of pure neutrality to manifest that which we've always desired, which is unity consciousness, consciousness law of one and knowing ourselves as pure expression of source. So mm -hmm. we all have an, uh, uh, you know, a choice to determine how we want to respond to this. You know, there's a lot of pain that is triggered within people, whether they're consciously aware of where it's coming from or not. It's imprinted in their cellular carbon-based DNA, mm. the cataclysms that have taken place through time, whether it's, you know, some of the bigger ones that we all hear about, the Lemurian Holocaust, the Atlantean Holocaust, the Essene Holocaust, the Lyran Syrian, where, where, you know, whatever it is. It's being triggered. So it's only in that place of present moment, neutral mastery that we could ever be able to feel the, those things coming in and realize that, that it's, it's, it's just a calling out for us to release and, 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 and an invitation for, for more of our homecoming. And so... that would be the, the, the greatest encouragement to those who feel a sense of um, anger and frustration. It's honor those emotions mm -hmm. that are coming up mm -hmm. because they're a part of your Akashic experience, whether it's ancestral, whether it's the collective, whether it's your own personal. Honor them. But do, you know, try, if, if possible, from here, not from diving into the portal and the wormhole of that which has taken place, you know, not diving into the energetic, you know, experience of those cataclysmic timelines, but 
witnessing them from this place of neutrality, mm-hmm. knowing that you're having a physical and emotional response because somewhere within your cellular imprint lies densities and traumas that are, are calling out to be released. And releasing those and bringing home the soul fragments and the superpowers, I like to call them, and, and divine <laughs> gifts that were left behind in those experiences so that you can be that beacon of, of divinity that holds the space for our collective to come out of this ring on the spiral continuum and respond to it with a different energy. And, you know, Einstein always pops in and says, you know, brings in that, that brilliant, those brilliant words, but you can't solve a situation or a problem with the same energy that created it. So Mm -hmm. anytime we're in resistance or opposition to something, we're feeling it. We're, we're, we're responding and, and frequencies that are basically playing out to creating a grander opportunity for that to come back into play again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, that's, I, I love that you, you brought this up because um, it, it really brings us to realizing why, you know, being aware of this, this information can, can support us because it's coming up for a reason. Um, but again, I, I think one of the things that I've seen play out and, and it's important that we, we move beyond is this, this idea of light versus dark, this, this war and, and just, giving energy to that idea is, is going to perpetuate that, that sense of separation, right? Where what we're trying to do is transcend that. So I also think it, um, it goes a long way in realizing that this trauma is stored in, in the collective consciousness. Um, I think that it actually kind of frees up and liberates the individual in a sense that they're able to recognize in themselves, well, the reason why I feel some of the things I feel is because, you know, there's, there's an underlying cause for that. There's an underlying cause that, that dates back even before my personal known lifetime. And that awareness allows for you to to bring and shine the light of consciousness on these these pains these traumas um with with greater awareness and 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 doing so transmute them yes absolutely and i um must actually (laughs) don't say it (laughs) and i I would love to pause here because what they you know it's so hard to do so it's so hard to pause because Um, what they want to really bring in and maybe we can have like a continuation of this is that, um, is that all of what's taking place in the polarity of the global environment of what's taking place here and now is just yet another man because of, you know, the spiral continuum that comes back around essentially to simplify it and bring it into the, the, you know, the simplest of terms is, you know, we have these big patterns on an individual soul level, on a collective level, you know, et cetera. And and they keep coming around this spiral, right? And they and they'll they'll be triggered by the collective consciousness or whatever and planetary alignments to come back up. And it's how we respond as an individual and a collective to the rising and the triggering of this how we respond to that is, is 
you know, how the universe will then respond back. And if we respond to it in a similar fashion to where we did, let's say, during the time of like uh, the Atlantean fall of Atlantis, which is very much uh, the same energy signatures in so many ways to what's taking place with this global pandemic, da, 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 et cetera. If we respond in fear, if we respond in contraction, if we respond in attempts of greater separation and, and those that are wanting that to take place and wanting us to stay on the spiral continuum are playing in all these masterful ways to, to feed um, this, this, uh, our ability to, to um, you know, become confused, etc., then we will, there's no judgment ever from the, from the universe, yet we just continue to move on that same ring, if you will, of the spiral continuum until the next opportunity presents it and, and we just choose to, to respond to it differently. And so that's where it comes into, you know, the, every single day, I feel like, I don't know how many times a day, Every collective that I, you know, I work with, whether it's in sessions or just as I'm meditating in my own journey through the day, emphasize if there's one or two things to always come into awareness of and connect with in terms of their guidance is the ever, ever so important mastery of our present moment Uh, being in the present moment and being the neutral observer coming out of a place of you know coming into the center point and knowing that we are not our emotions we are not our thoughts we are this witnessing presence this pure god essence that is here experiencing this and so the more we're in this present moment and we're not diving into the wormholes and the timelines of the past and the future, then we can actually, it's only in that present moment awareness where we have access to the zero point and where we can integrate the polarities and shift beyond that realm in the spiral continuum. And that's what we're here to be into. Yeah. Okay, Brooklyn, I'll let you go, but no. not for long because we're going to get you back on. I tell you what, you know what, we went for from the from that jump start point of me saying let's let's have this recorded for an audience. Um we've gone for an hour and 15 minutes or so. So, um this I think in itself is more than valuable enough to be its its own episode. So, I'm going to put it out as just that and you left off on a perfect perfect note and I think you summed it all up. Um, I always love how it comes back to the the simple message. Yes. And I think that's where the the power lies. Um but again, I will say I, I want to get you back on uh, because I think as we both can sense, we're only scratching the surface. Oh yeah, I would love to. Sign okay, me up. So we'll plan something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan something for very soon. Um, but I want to thank you for your very first appearance on the Awaken podcast officially. And actually, before you go, any um, anywhere you'd like to point anyone that hears this to, if they'd like to connect with you. Um, sure. Uh, well, you mean in terms of like a website or website? I, you do sessions as well. Maybe mention yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sure. 
Um, so I do have a website. It is brooklynrain.com and that's um, Brooklyn spelled B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N, Rain, R-A-Y-N-E. <laughs> um, and on that website, uh, you can kind of navigate through the different um, things that I'm up to these days. And I'm also on Facebook. And I am actually have just launched a, um, a course that is, uh, yesterday was the first day, Thursday, uh, October 22nd was the first day. And um, it will be offered for four more um, activations, 60-minute activations over the course of the next four weeks. And that will also be made available, um, you know, if you couldn't make it live recording. And it's all about, surprise, you know, um, activating your crystalline divine blueprint and integrating and connecting with more of who we are and why we're here. So um, I wasn't even planning on sharing that, but how serendipitous that uh, you asked and it's directly, you know, in balance and harmonization with what came in to talk about today. <laughs> Not by any means a, uh, a coincidence, I don't think. Yeah. And actually that was already what was coming through for... Um, the title of the episode as well so it all it all comes together here but i do think well we um well we certainly drove home i think the the importance of the the simple message the core of it all um coming back to that i am present being heart-centered being in the intention of bringing forth greater love and joy into our experience I do believe that there's a lot more that we'll have fun playing with and discussing. So like I said, we're going to get you back on very, very soon. But I want to thank you again for your time, Brooklyn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sanders, that's going to be all for this episode of the Awaken podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. I hope it invoked in you the degree of expansion that connecting with Brooklyn has supported me in. I hope this has served you in activating your original divine blueprint. We are coming into oneness, family, into a state of unity consciousness, into a fuller embodiment of the knowing that we are all one. We are all unique expressions one source consciousness and that we are infinite we are infinite beings we expand into this we ascend into this individually collectively and in doing so support the future of our species in transcending old patterns being residing in a higher expression of awareness of harmony this is the ascension journey and this is what makes this moment and time that we're in so beautiful this grand opportunity that we've been given 
senders we are uniting and activating light workers in the ascend academy if you've heard the call to serve and support the shift in consciousness and you're ready to come together with others who wish to do the same that's what we got going on in this initiative and co-creation you can learn more and apply to join at academy.togetherreascend.com one last little request of you all if you've been enjoying the show and you'd like to support the creation of this content please do head on over to itunes to give us an honest review you can find that at togetherreascend.com forward slash itunes anyways ascenders again that will be all for this one thank you for your love thank you for your support thank you for being here on this planet at this time with us as we ascend together so until next time keep ascending <laughs>